0: Welcome to Kaizen Time, part of the Blood, Sweat, and Business podcast, where we provide constant improvement to businesses through timely, actionable financial solutions. Do you want answers to your financial questions? Email us at bsb at kaizencpas.com. I'm your host, Mark Veleski. Now let's get started. Welcome to Kaizen Time. I'm joined by Clay Hamlin. How are you doing, Clay? Good, Mark. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. Super. So I'm not very good at this. And I'm hoping that you can provide me some clarity. It is a financial statement. How does anyone go about reading these things? And kind of what does that mean? So we, you know, here at Kaizen, we provide them monthly financial statements. Yep. What's kind of the key numbers on here to kind of look at?
1: So I'm going to focus on one. Financial statements can be multiple different statements. Mm -hmm. I'm going to focus on one. Tell me about it. It's called the balance sheet. Um, <clears throat> or also known as the statement of assets and liabilities. Assets are what you owe, own, and liabilities are what you owe, right? Yeah. Which are so the, the polar opposites of each other, right? They are the polar opposites, right? Okay. You you own the boat, but you have a you know of you owe everything on that boat. You don't really own anything; it's kind of a wash, right? Okay. So, a statement of assets and liabilities the same thing as a balance sheet is a key item for an owner to think about it's a snapshot of what they own and what they owe on a particular day usually the last day of a month so if you think about like what you own and what you owe how is a balance sheet ordered well it's it's ordered in in the way things liquidate so cash is very liquid as they say right mm-hmm. you can go use it to buy anything it's the most liquid then after that, accounts receivables—that's what people owe you. So that's generally the second most liquid inventory, not quite as liquid because you have to sell it first. Then you may have accounts receivable, mm-hmm. then to cash, okay. and you keep going. Fixed assets—that's the machinery and equipment you use to make the things, which turns into inventory, which turns into accounts receivable, which turns into cash. So basically, the, the lower you,
0: you go, the harder it is to th- turn it into th- cash. Exact,
1: right? Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Right, right. Right. And and the longer it takes. Mm-hmm. On the other side of the balance sheet, what you owe again—the stuff you owe the soonest—counts payable. So, like your creditors, like to pay your to pay for supplies and 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 uh, your inventory, you know the things that you sell. Then you have like maybe sales tax payable, um, payroll tax payable, those sorts of things. Those are usually due within thirty days or less. Sometimes they're due within just a few days. Mm-hmm. But again, that that. The, what you owe is is ordered in how fast you have to pay it. All the way down. So, y- you know, short term portion of, of a, a loan and a long term portion, those are separated out. The reason okay. is short term portion is owed sooner than a long term portion. All the way to the bottom is equity. You can't even, you know, you can't sell equity. This is just what you have left, right? Mm-hmm. So, how do you read this? What does it mean? Well, typically, if you take the short-term portion that's the for, on the assets, that would be cash, receivables, accounts receivable, and inventory.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: On, the lo- on what you owe, that would be like accounts payable and the taxes payable, right? And mm-hmm. short-term portion of, lo- of the loans. So if you add up the short-term of the one side and the short-term of the other side, own versus owe, mm-hmm. you should own 3X of what you owe. So if you have three dollars in your bank, if the only thing you have is three dollars in your bank and you owe one dollar to creditors, you that's, are that's great. You, you are in what bankers would say, This is this is good. So if you tried to go get a loan mm-hmm. and you're you're in a three to one position, you'd be in a decent position to get a loan. If you were a one to one, you better be ready to put up your house because the bankers probably not
0: gonna give you the loan. And and if they do, you're gonna have to put up your house. Well I wanna pause you real quick. So all those numbers that you just went through from, you know, being very liquid to yep. not nearly as liquid. Yep. Those are important numbers, but really what matters is that ratio that we're just that we just discussed. Yeah, at
1: least three to one.
0: Three to one means good.
1: Good. Yep. You have three times the amount of assets to the amount that you owe. Mm-hmm. You're in a you're in a good strong position. And I actually, I'd even like to see it more than that, but at least three to one. Mm Um, so, and it's interesting, you know, a client that a friend of mine and a client for 25 years, Mm -hmm. I gave him this 25 years ago, this, what I'm talking to you about now. And he actually kept track of it. I didn't Mm -hmm. realize he was doing this. And like 20 years later, he, he told me how, you know, he used that as like goals, Mm Mm-hmm to get it because he wasn't in three to one. He was like 1.5 to one. Oh, and, wow. he, and he used it as like a goal setting thing until he got it to at least three to one. And then he maintained that and kept it even stronger. And that's it's really, and, and it really helped his business. I had no idea. I was like, wow, that's, that is really cool. So that's just a little strategy you can use when, when running your business and looking at your financials as, as a sort of a key metric is, am I in that three to one? And what is it going to take to get me
0: there? Is there anything else you want to add to that? Uh, like, for example, um, finding getting a loan. Can you go actually go a little bit more in depth on that?
1: Yeah, sure. So when you go to get a loan, a business loan, the bank is going to ask you for these financial statements. They're right? looking at the same thing, right? right, right.
0: That you just went over, yeah. Yeah,
1: exactly. So if you walk in there and um, they ask you for them, you you give them the financials that we produce for them mm-hmm. for the for the client. Um, They're going to look at it and they'll do their analysis. And one of the first things they do is is that ratio. Mm -hmm. And if it's, you know, weak, you're going to pay higher interest rates. You're going to have, you're going to be required more collateral. Uh, They might ask you for what you're playing to get out of this bummer situation that you're in. Um, And if they give you a loan, they're going to be tougher terms. You know, faster, faster turnarounds, uh, rates that, that change faster, sooner. Mm -hmm. Um, it's just going to be tougher. And you know, what can you do about it? Well, one of the things you can do if possible is to leave some money in the business, you know, business owners that strip the money out of -hmm. their business all the time and don't leave any cushion in, uh, reduce that ratio. Gotcha. Right. So if you're stripping it all out, because, you you want the boat, you want the cabin, you want the house and floor, you want all the, all you're the goodies. You're taking care
0: of yourself as part
1: of the business. Yeah, too, yep. yeah. but if you leave some strength in, mm-hmm. it, it leaves you in a good position that if there's a problem, you can get a loan. You strip it out, now you're going to have to use all these goodies as collateral, Right. Which you may or may not want to do, mm-hmm. and the bank really doesn't want those. They don't really want your house and your snowmobile and your house in Florida to have to sell mm-hmm. if they if the pay, if the loan goes sour for them. Mm-hmm. So that's why they put more difficult terms in the higher interest rate and all those other stuff. They don't really because they don't really
0: want your house. They don't really want your snowmobile. It, and also, just overall to kind of think about it. The bank really does want you to be successful. They do. When they loan loan money to you, they do want it because if you're successful, then you're going to pay them off. So they're just trying to make sure that they're covered as well. So if you can give them more reasons to feel comfortable with this, then they're going to be more lenient with you.
1: And knowing how to read, yes. Knowing how to read your financial statement gives you a great, insight before you go into the bank because it's like anything else. You know, if you come in armed with information and you know how they think about it, Mm -hmm. then you can have better responses. You know where they're coming from. If you don't know how to read a financial and they start asking you questions, you're always going to be kind of uneasy about your answers Mm -hmm. and even how to answer it.
0: Well, it's, it's a simple fact is a a lot of people who, uh are in the small businesses they are focused on their business and when they're looking at these statements if they're not armed with this knowledge they just can't be they're they're not in a good position right so um that's that's actually r- really great why we talked about this cuz this really does arm them with that information
1: so i would i would encourage everyone to talk with your accountant about mm-hmm. how to read the financials mm-hmm. cuz ironically if you go into that bank right And you're you're below 3 to 1, so you're in the weaker position. Mm -hmm. The banker has some knowledge about these financials, and they'll start asking you questions. And if you can't answer it, then it sounds like you don't know how to run your business, right, to that banker, Mm -hmm. which makes it even worse, right? So it's like this is your business, right? But you don't have any idea what these numbers mean, and some of them you even disagree. Oh, that's not right. That's like the worst, right? You come into the bank. <laughs> Do not go in there be right? like, this is oh, right. Oh, that's not right. Well, you'd be surprised how often that sort of thing happens. And so now the banker's like, well, the financials don't, they're not right. This business owner doesn't paying isn't paying attention. Mm-hmm. The numbers aren't in a good position. Why would I make this loan?
0: Yep. It, it just adds all kinds of uh, red flags, right? Exactly. All right. Well, perfect. Yeah. Now, this is, uh, this is great information to have, especially being able to, know kind of where your business is and it it's actually really good for forecasting right that's why we absolutely why we highly recommend uh doing this on a monthly basis yeah all right perfect thank you so much yeah you've been listening to kaizen time part of the blood sweat and business podcast if you like what you heard subscribe and leave a five-star review this podcast has been brought to you by kaizen cpas plus advisors providing advisory and accounting services to help you grow your business Learn more at kaizencpas.com or email us at bsb at kaizencpas.com.